It's the one thing that a website can do that is virtually free unless you're buying backlinks. But if you're using this strategy, this should be a free backlink. This is free. It really can make a difference. Welcome back to the Built in Public podcast, Built with a T in Public. I'm Bryce, joined again with my comparable host, Mason. Take two. What's up, guys? <laughs> Take two before disaster. Um, welcome back to the podcast. There's been a shit ton of stuff that's happened over the last month or so. We're going to be documenting a bit more of what we're doing in our active projects. But today, we have something pretty cool that we kind of teased in a previous episode, a very low friction SEO link building strategy that is just a no brainer to implement if you're a brand that's positioned with content like ours is. We're talking about building backlinks to increase your SEO score via Unsplash. Big idea. Um, it was actually my younger brother who did this for the first time maybe a year and a half ago. Um, the CEO of Unsplash featured him for it uh, and kind of, you know, they got into talking about potentially working together about how Unsplash could utilize this to get more brands working with Unsplash. Unsplash, if you don't know, it's a free photo Uh photo, you know, upload, download type site, just like Shutterstock or another, you know, image type website. Kind of like Dribble, not so much, but it's like a portfolio of a photographer's work where it works like a search engine. If you're searching any kind of topic, you're going to find imagery tagged under that topic. And the imagery is just high quality. Like you're not allowed to upload certain lower quality imagery. It has to be above a certain resolution. 10 megabits. I think it's 10 megabits or something like that. So you're... You're only finding high quality fo- photography on Unsplash. Before we do that, though, let's talk about what's dead besides Bryce's washer and dryer. Yeah. Um, hashtags. Hashtags are dead on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, our accounts on both for our Canvas accessory company have virtually just been destroyed. We've been using hashtags forever. They worked fine, I thought. You know, we always got new followers from the hashtags that we used. Uh, we never had issues with any type of hashtag involved that involved cannabis. And now all of a sudden our posts, we have, I don't know, maybe close to 9,000 followers on Instagram, for example. We don't even get a hundred, a hundred likes on the, on the posts and we get well under a thousand impressions. So and like that's with a lot of AB testing and that's with removing them, keeping them different kind of content, different kind of longer captions, shorter captions, no captions, taking a month off of posting. It's been the whole ringer thrown at it essentially. Yeah. So hashtags dead. Hashtag dead. I don't know if that's true on TikTok yet though. Maybe, but I bet if cannabis wise it is. Yeah. You can't use a cannabis even the O U I D, which I forget what it stands for at the moment. Weed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's weed in the French term. It's a French way to say it. Weed. Weed. <laughs> Wrote a blog about that. Can't believe I already forgot it. Oh, that's actually something we didn't talk about. On our last episode, we briefly mentioned our other property that's purely (laughs) content called Cannabis Tutorials. And literally right after the recording of that episode, we said, hey, let's take a look under the hood and see what the issue is. And it turns out we got hacked. Turns out we've been selling dick pills for five months. Yeah, since November 2021, our site that was doing around... Maybe like 500 a month revenue wise. Yeah, it was doing a, around four to 500 a day in page views. Yeah. Um, dropped down to sub 100 page views per day and dwindled revenue. 
and it turns out that we had some kind of phishing hack or someone got into our back end and we got hit by the pharma scams that I now know is a thing that's been going on for the past like decade of people that overwrite your site's code to sell affiliate links for like Cialis and Viagra. So our cannabis blog was selling dick pills for the past six months. It's really funny. A podcast that both Bryce and I listened to called My First Million. Um, they had an episode this week. I think it was yesterday or the day before where they talked about a guy named Paul LaRue, who was the original creator of dick pill scam sites. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yet. Yeah. He ended up doing like over $400 million a year in dick pills. And Did he, he, he was like hack sites? Was he it? was the largest online pharmacy in the world, then got into the gun trade. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Went from dude, selling that, dick pills that to selling list guns online. Genius. That list of dick pill subscribers. Yeah. It's got to be like 50% are gun enthusiasts. Yeah. If that, like, if that minimum. Um, but anyways, that's with cannabis tutorials. We cleaned the site. We got the ransomware or um, whatever it was. We got it removed. So we're back up to like 300 and some change page views per day, re-ranking everything, writing new articles. So that's an update on that project. That um, website's CannabisTutorials.com. Yeah. Into today's episode. So again, what we're doing is leveraging Unsplash, which is the photo sharing app, to build our backlinks to smokehonest.com in this reference. So what does that mean and why is that important? Well, Google will increase your domain's reputation to rank higher for certain keywords if they see that a lot of sites or resources with good reputation are linking back to you as a trusted resource. Um, so how do people how do people add imagery to their posts for certain topics? Well, they go to sites like Shutterstock or even Unsplash and they pull imagery. So what that means is you're putting up imagery that other people are taking. For instance, one of the biggest photos is like uh, one of our portable pipes and a lighter. So I think that ranks for what cannabis or right. Yeah. I mean that, yeah. So our images, I mean, we have a wide, wide array of images, right? Anytime we get photos done, if they fit, Unsplash's metrics in terms of quality, size, um, and you know what we think we want to actually put on there. Typically, they don't have a, per, a human model in them. Um, it's mostly product-related shots or hand shots, just to avoid well, you know, one of us or a photographer that we're working with being their their face being on there. Um, but yeah, they rank for all all types of stuff. You tag the images how you want it to rank, what you want it to rank for. So you know, I can tag an image uh, bong, I can tag an image cannabis, I can tag an image weed. Then we'll rank for any of those based on you know downloads and views yeah, and then anyone writing an article like the best bongs or the proper way to clean a bong or should you smoke a bong anyone writing an article like that is going to be looking for imagery for their featured image or even just images within the post and they're going to be going on resources like unsplash and yeah. pulling likely your image yeah so i mean we've had there's a lot of success around this story that we've had in terms of uh, getting backlinks building our domain rep it is difficult to track because we have a lot going on SEO wise besides just this we're also putting in content we're also finding backlinks different ways um but this is definitely helping us grow and i think you know there's one specific image where it really helped which if you look up any if you look up how to clean a bong on google i think the first like 20 articles all use a picture of our bong and you know we're able to get backlinks from a lot of those or at least like you know photo credits with a link 
the image linked, something pushing people back to our site. Typically, when a photographer or a blog writer or someone uses a picture from Unsplash, they're giving credit back to Unsplash and back to that Unsplash account. And that link then goes to Unsplash, which obviously benefits Unsplash, but it doesn't benefit the person who actually took the image, which in our case is us. So how do we get them to link back to us? Yeah. So all you have to do is email them and ask for it. Yeah, basically, you just, you kind of, the, the way that we structure the email is, hey, you know, um, you used our image without giving us credit. It almost is a little bit of a, hey, buddy, you should feel a little bit bad about what you did here. And in return, you should give us that link. So it works. It doesn't work every time. Obviously, you know, we, I'll send out a hundred emails to a hundred people that use an image. I might get 10 replies. Um, but it doesn't take that long to find these emails really with this strategy. So to do this, um, right, obviously you need a picture on Unsplash. Uh, and you need it to do a decent number of views and downloads. And importantly, you want it to be related to what your brand is. For instance, 100%. we're not posting photography of the nature and outdoors trying to rank for outdoors. We're trying to rank for cannabis related accessories because when we reach out to people using our photos, they're likely putting it on blog sites where our audience is going to be frequenting or where we would want to be featured. What I saw in some references, um, for instance, if you're taking a of like if we're taking great landscape photos of smoking weed outside i might not be ideal for posting those photos and they're being used for you know random websites that aren't talking about cannabis consumption so make sure the photos you're using aren't just high quality and perform well but they're also representative of your brand yeah i mean at the end of the day the goal is to get someone to purchase from us so uh, we want that that photo to be the top of the funnel as one step closer to that person purchasing but anyways so the way that this works is you know, you can upload, you upload your, your photography into Unsplash. It, <clears throat> depending on the picture, um, I've had images get picked up within the first 24 hours and featured the following day. If you get a picture featured, it's massive. A featured post on Unsplash gets over a half a million views in like the first week. So um, if you are able to get an image featured and all that means that's Unsplash's algorithm picking it and featuring it, right? So you have no way to control that. It's hit or miss. I think we've had five pictures out of maybe a hundred featured, but those are the easiest to start with because they get so much views, they get so much downloads and those images are the most used typically across the internet. So to figure out where your image is used, there is... A really easy way, which is you take the image name that you uploaded into Unsplash. You then go to Google Images and make sure you're on images, not search. You copy paste that uh, image name and then you search it. Yeah. And if you've ever seen the show Catfish and you're frustrated that <laughs> someone just didn't Google reverse image search, then this is going to be really easy for you. You literally drag your image into a file upload on Google Images and it scrapes the internet for similarly looking images. Some are literally dissimilar in terms of the background the color what's featured in it and some are exact copies of the image that you're referencing yeah so that you know, once you hit search um, whether you drop the image file in or copy and paste the image file in either way you can do it um, then your image comes up right so every blog that has that image 
being used with that file name, they could have completely changed the file name and it won't necessarily come up then. But if they haven't, which a lot of them don't change the file name. That's so lazy, by the way, for your meta. Yeah, for your alt text and meta descriptions. Terrible SEO. But a lot of of people don't. And so you can, you know, those results come up right there. You then have, let's say, 25 results. You go through each one. It's a simple reach out on their contact page or email address, copy and paste the template that you're working with and send it out and see what you get back. And to Mason's point of like guilt tripping them, they're getting this for free and it doesn't take a lot of effort for them to add that, you know. Yeah, it's like three seconds of work time for them to go and drop that link back in the image or wherever the text is. So super easy way. These stats about Unsplash are pretty crazy. So this is, you might be wondering like, oh, I have high quality photos. I saw something online. Like, is it worth spending the time to do this strategy? Is Unsplash that big? Am I going to get that much potential exposure? And the answer is uh, yeah, for sure. And I love that the data that we're sharing right now uh, for Unsplash is publicly available. It's on their website, I think. It was one Google image search away. Uh, Just some ideas of how expansive the reach of Unsplash is. All-time views is 790 million million views. Billion. billion. 790 billion views, and that's up 17 billion this month in April when I looked. All-time downloads, 4.3 billion. That's up 96 million. So it's a growing platform with billions of interactions with 3.7 million photos available and 289,000 contributors, which is crazy. You think of all the blogs and, you know, Shopify stores out there that only 200 some odd thousand people are taking advantage of this strategy. And those aren't people all with sites, right? A lot of these are just photographers. Especially with all-time downloads at 4.3 billion. Like then mm-hmm. that stat. Yeah, 4.3 billion downloads on 3.7 million photos. I can't even do billions in my calculator on my phone. But <laughs> so whatever like, that division is. Like what's like, the average? Is that some thousand downloads yeah, per? That's crazy. Per contributor. Like wild. Mm-hmm. So there's a massive potential for your brand if you... And how I think of it too is you might be thinking, oh, I don't have high quality photo and paying for photography is expensive. One, it's a good way just to position your brand online if you want to be positioned in a more upscale way. And think of it as a way where you're justifying some of the budget for that photography if you're able to really crack the code with some backlinks here through Unsplash because you're going to get more site traffic. You're going to get more uh, page views. You're going to get more you know, sales at the end of the day. Yeah. I think we've talked about how important SEO is, but just comparatively, right? It's the one thing that a website can do that is virtually free unless you're buying backlinks, right? But if you're using this strategy, this should be a free backlink. This is free, yeah. But it, it can, it really can make a difference, right? Uh, our business being in the cannabis space, we can't buy a lot of ad space. It's completely run off search organic for the most part. So mm-hmm. you can totally build a business using organic search and almost every content site out there is built on the back of organic search and SEO. Another apprehension to this might be this sounds like it's taking a lot of time. If you've done backlink requests in the past, it's a lot of just one-to-one interactions if you want to move the needle. It is the same here. You have to reach out one-to-one to to people that are posting. But I thought of a way to maybe simplify this through Zapier and I found out that there's this other app that you can already kind of like scrape the internet in an automated fashion called pixie.com. So the idea is um, this is a tool that scrapes images online that you upload into Pixie and it tells you where those are found. So that is your automated way of having this spreadsheet of people to reach out to. Um, Just having some kind of recurring monthly, bi-monthly or whatever, quarterly reminder to do this interaction of making sure that 
a before you upload on splash you upload upload a pixie and then you get the whole data uh, data source of your imagery find the sites and then just reach out to people on whatever recurring basis would be a somewhat automated way um you couldn't even growth hack it even more if you wanted to by having some kind of like automated zapier email go out with links to the images but that might not have the same impact or effect of actually getting people to backlink it's for sure something like a va or you know someone you're paying um Mm -hmm. hourly in another country something like that could do very successfully like you don't need to sell much you don't need to have you know perfect english it's an easy thing you're asking for a backlink but cool let's get into some of the stats uh regarding honest um so <clears throat> was just looking at our total stats. We've gotten uh, two and a half million views on our images, 9,000 downloads, um, most downloaded across Unsplash, Wix, Figma, Adobe, Pixar, a number of different sites, right? So it's it's funny to see like Wix using it. Yeah. Um, That's it why be. Unsplash is cool because they, they partner they integrate, and they integrate right with, with all these, yeah. uh, like even Notion that we're looking at some of these notes on integrates directly with Unsplash. Yeah, but... Image-wise, we've had five images actually make a difference, right? I think I've uploaded, I don't know, maybe close to 70, 80, 100. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's really like a, a few images that are bringing it. And it's it's five that have gotten featured. Um, but there's, you know, if I'm looking at views, uh, probably 20 have gotten over 10,000 views. Um, and, you know, 20 have gotten over 100 downloads. At 100 downloads, that's an image that's searchable for you on Google. It's an image worth looking into to see mm-hmm. if you can get those links. There's We have some that have gotten thousands of downloads. Those obviously are for sure worth looking at, right? A lot of the bigger sites are going to pick those up and, and use them in their blogs. Like I said, if you look up how to clean a bong, our image is featured on almost everyone. It's our bong sitting next to a pool looking clean. Um, and the way that that like one blog picks it up and if it's a if it's a high authority blog a lot of times anyone else who's going to write a blog about that same topic they will simply screenshot or take that image right off uh, the higher authority site and use it because they say you know they think oh it works for that high authority site it can work for us too Um, and that's just another link for you to get cool let's wrap this up tldr yeah all right, the TLDR of this episode, using Unsplash to host high-quality imagery related to content that you want prospects to search for when they think about your brand is a cost-effective and reputable way to build your domain reputation and ranking through increasing backlinks. If you have good photography related to your brand, you should be using Unsplash and then crossing your fingers that other people post content yeah. with that imagery. Diversify your content and assets, right? Just like we've done We've talked to you guys about doing with video and whatnot, using that video across TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube, Shorts, anywhere you can use it. It's the same thing here. You're paying for photo or you're spending your time making, you know, doing the photography. Use it and get have another way to get backlinks and grow your site. If you don't use it, you lose it. All right, folks, that was Built in Public Podcast Episode 4. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We're going to be posting little updates of our projects and how they are going along with clips from the show. We'd appreciate the support. Subscribe, like, wherever you're listening now, and we will see you next week with a expanded conversation around marketing in the cannabis space.